What's up, short sellers? What's up, Elon Musk? Welcome to Times of Flat Circle. A look at how the stock market keeps getting it right, and we're about to overthrow the. I don't know. What are we about to overthrow? What 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 would be the the right group of people that are being overthrown in this time in uh, stock market history? The bourgeoisie, the the bourgeois, the bourgeois, bourgeois, it's bourgeoisie, bourgeois. I'm here with the best financial advisors I could get my hands on uh, to give me all the stock advice and tips that they've learned over the past 72 hours. <laughs> I got uh, Jaime over here. What's up, Jaime? Give me your relationship to the stock market. I am to the stock market what Michael Morbius is to Spider-Man. All right. And going right past that, Josh, how do you feel about the stock market? <laughs> um, it sucks. It's dumb. It's all fake. What? It's stupid. It's fucking yeah. It's fake. It's a it's a graph of of rich people's feelings that has no indication of how well anybody's doing, except for a select few people who tend to really gain a lot from it, and most of the other people don't gain that much. But it's the only way for them to make their money grow. Okay, cool. I guess. <laughs> Andre, <laughs> how, how do you how do you feel about the stock market? Uh, I think 10 years ago, I probably felt the way Josh does, and then I started investing. Okay. All right. And uh, let's just get into it right now. What exactly, or who do you think has the best idea of explaining what a short sell is and how GameStop, I guess, got themselves into this position of being like a decaying carcass of a company that's just getting propped up? By crazy market values. I don't think I wanna, Josh I wanna... has. I don't think Josh has put down his phone for like three weeks straight. So, him about to speak is sounds about right. So I turn it over to him. Oh, I was about to say I vote for Andre to explain it because he has the MBA. So explain short selling, Andre. I mean, not in finance. <laughs> so, but shut up, Mister MBA. Talk. Uh, that doesn't make any sense, Josh. You told me to shut up and then talk. So which one is it? I mean, shut, stop shut complaining. Your when you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was. Uh, so the basic idea is that they're like, you put money on a stonk, right? And the stonk goes up and you make money. Um, the short sell is the exact opposite. Like you're betting that the stock is going to go down. You're essentially like borrowing stock now that you're going to pay back later at the yeah. Uh, so that's, less, that's the actual price, like right? how behind it is that okay. you have to promise to pay this stock back. So by them driving up the price, it's just costing all these people tons of money because they have to uh, give the borrowed shares back essentially. Yeah. So like at some point, the people who bet against it have to buy those shares. Like they legally have to buy those shares back, no matter what the price is. And uh, is the, the that, whole like, timeline the higher like, the price goes, the more money they have to pay. End up paying, and then that re that re energizes the upward like trend of that stock price, right? Because they're buying, they have to buy yeah. those stocks. The problem is that like, that's, <laughs> like that's, a, that is one hundred percent temporary. Like it's just for this situation, and that stock is gonna go back down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's like a Ouroboros in terms of how how high. It's just gonna keep eating itself until like. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing analogy. The problem with a lot of these uh, short sellers is that they'll make these bets on certain stocks going down, and then everybody who knows about these hedge funds placing these large bets on stocks like GameStop going down will then you know go on CNBC 
or write a, write an op-ed for Market Watch or go on Fox Business and just talk about, oh man, GameStop, that's a piece of shit. It's probably going to go out of business soon. And then basically drive down consumer confidence in in the stocks that people have taken uh, bets on to tank. Okay, okay. Yeah. It so sounds they, like so that sounds like you're. It first, sounds like first you're... of all, uh, shut up, Josh. Se- <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, um, that's not necessarily the problem. So here's the thing: like short selling isn't a bad thing. It's part of the life cycle that, like, I think needs to happen. The problem is when you start short selling the stock 140 percent. So like literally more than the amount of stock there is because you want to get all of those extra dollars in your pocket. And then something like this happens and you bankrupt your company. So like the problem is going way it's, too far with it. Much like it's also a bad. Else. I think a lot of it has to do with the optics of it just being a bad look. Like it's a bad look going over. Like you look like a, a, a dick, a graze, yeah. a graze. Animal. Like you look like a vulture, like going after a dead carcass. Yeah. Like but what, I mean, with the, the, the hypocrisy of everything that's going on with these Redditors telling everybody in their subreddit to go ahead and start buying a particular stock is that there are plenty of hedge fund managers that have connections. That do exactly that essentially. Yeah. But the opposite, they tell you to not buy this or to sell it. Yeah. They tell everybody that it's a shit stock and to get rid of it and to tank it. So people that have a vested interest in this stock eventually going to shit, then going on TV and telling everybody it sucks. Um, okay. Here's the thing though. Like then, yeah. this has been happening. Like, this isn't unusual. No, it's not. The only weird thing is that now people have realized like, oh, we can also do this, but from the other side. Yeah, I know. That's that's why there's like, it, it's stupid that like people are, you got guys like, uh, what's his name? Cooperman that was on CNBC fucking crying today about the war on wealthy have, people or whatever the fuck. Was he actually yeah. crying? Yeah, I think so. Apparently. The thing about shit killers is that like, there are legitimately bad companies out there that people will go and do their research on and say like, I'm going to short sell that stock because I know they're going to fail. And then they'll release the information that they actually investigated. And we're like, look at all the shit they're doing wrong. And like, that's a good way to do it, to find this shitty company and bet against them. Now, when you do something like GameStop, like GameStop's not hurting anybody. That's true. And then also I saw uh, only because of Robinhood, do I know that they have like 15,000 employees or something crazy like that because of the stores that are still open. Um, uh it's just weird knowing that that's it's there's that many jobs attached to like something that's happening just completely apart from the, the business itself well and the N- fact that that's, to do now, with selling like, games. that's after a year of being in a pandemic true, true. In, a, in an age where people don't trade buy or sell physical media anymore uh but isn't it's the, that it's the pop figures josh that's where the big money is oh yeah that that attitude of it being uh, like of this age, though, wouldn't you say that's uh, antithetical to the podcast? Like, w- what would be the flat circle narrative that you could draw in from history that that I guess has something to do with this? There's, There's got to be something. I mean, I think there always is. Yeah, I I, I hate to say this, but I'm going to borrow one of uh, I'm going to borrow something that Adrian has said several times. <laughs> that that's is good actually true for him on the podcast, Josh. We'll, well, that's what we'll call it. Yeah, um, dinosaurs die. Every generation has a dinosaur that dies. A friend of mine in college, his dad Sometimes was a actual dinosaur, though. So. Yeah, like a ton all at once. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Sixty-five million years ago. Um, according to the acor- acor- according to Hyman, <laughs> according to Hyman, it was like two thousand years ago. Um, but yeah, uh, 
you know, there was, you know, print media is going away, of course. And there may be like what Frank DeFord said about 12 years ago, print media might be end up just being like opera where only like an elite level of society ever interacts with it. Josh, an elite level uh, of society was only able to interact with opera. No, I think that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly that's like what, what Frank DeFord said. <laughs> exactly what <he> said. <laughs> Thanks for proving the point. I appreciate that. Um, no, no, you talked about opera going away. Like, no, it's... It's, no, he ba- no, he's, he's basically said that newspapers are just going to go the way of, or just going to, they're just going to be like opera, not go the way of opera, but just be like opera where only a, an elite level of society has access to it or interacts with it. So it's only going to be for a very select amount of people that would actually pick up a newspaper and read it. I think book um, buying, I think book buying will, if it's not already there, uh, will also be the, uh, the, will go the same way. Like yeah, the, all, uh, all print media, newspapers. Again, yeah, again, if it's yeah. if it's not already there, uh, you know, I got I got published last year just in just in print, and the books themselves are almost like like adornments, you know. Uh, well, mm-hmm. it's, it's a book of poetry, so a book of poetry is much different than a, a, a new the the tell all campaign trail of Joe Biden. But uh, is that a book? I'd read that. <laughs> I'd read that. Is it a book? Does he have a book? Yeah, did, he, did he put a book out? Julian Castro put out a book. Did Joe Biden? Did, I feel like he's put out multiple books. Did Beto? Yeah, he has to, man. <laughs> right? He's been in the Senate for fucking like he was in the Senate for like forty years. He, I bet he wrote a book that was like my last days in the Senate, and then he like went to serve another term in the Senate afterwards. That could be the case. Uh, but anyways, they're like you know print media and things like that are like limited, like limited edition, um, special edition. It's something for you to have. It's a collect. It's, is it, it's, is it's it a vinyl. It's a collector's item. Nah, see, vinyl, is it vinyl. Vinyl's still going, but didn't vinyl? I think vinyl outsold CDs. Well, so here's the vinyl, thing. Vinyl, vinyl, vinyl is also superior audio quality. So there's there's a big difference there. I think lossless Hipster. is like the lossless is like the the ultimate like lossless audiophile quality. Yeah, but flat, like vinyl yeah. has a vinyl has like. Uh, aesthetic def- I don't know that's the live music guys I mean it it, hap- it, it just where tends to where do you do have- that Andre everywhere uh, I mean everything everything got- happens though like you know the the internet came through and, and got rid of you know big media right I mean I bet franchising a virgin store or a uh, FYE or Sam Goody 20 years ago, it was Tower probably records. a good idea. Tower Records, something like that, was probably a good idea. Now it's not, you know? Big, big Are we saying media. that? Can we also say that about the internet? When is the internet going to be this generation's dinosaur? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know when that's going to happen. According to Silicon Valley, I mean, they already got the logistics worked out on the show. You just got to follow their, their plan for new internet. Is it going to be Neuralink? Is it going to be Elon <laughs> Musk's Neuralink? Uh, they in the show they actually propose like creating a decentralized network where it just uses processing power from like all mobile devices <laughs> connecting to each other. But uh, man, I don't know who would just be like Neuralink. Let's do it. Like who would be the early adopter for that? Uh, dude, there's a lot of people that would definitely yeah, want to participate. I don't think we're gonna have a problem with early adopters for that. Yeah. Uh, what would be like the most you'd do? To get access to a certain tech. Are you like, talking like like cyberpunk now? 
Yeah, yeah. Like, what would be the like? Where would you be like? Okay, I'll try this out. Like uh, something you have to stick onto your head that that talks to another device, or like straight up just get an implant. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's like how far away are we from implants, right? I mean, isn't that what Elon Musk is planning? No, it's the, if you get the vaccine, Josh, you get a chip. And then you can, don't need hands to access your phone files. I, I just, I, I'm having trouble, I guess, relating this to, um, is this like what caused the Great Depression? A whole upheaval of well, the... not this. Like, definitely not this. <laughs> there wasn't a game, like a there wasn't a GameStop. Old GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but essentially, so I saw a stupid tweet. I don't even know who it was. I don't think I ever give credit for anything on this. But um, it was essentially, <laughs> it was essentially a tweet that was saying like, uh, uh, comparing this to the Roaring Twenties, like. Uh, massive expansion of inclusion in the stock market led to like the Great is that Depression. What, is that what did it? Like, was that? I think that's one of the theories. Like, they expanded who could invest in some way, form, or fashion, and uh, that uh, could be seen as the the I guess straw like that, that was broke the, the straw. Yeah, yeah. Back. That'd be. I mean, if that's the thing, then we're in for like some crazy times, like some really awesome wild times, and then just. A bunch of shit afterwards. Does that mean we're gonna have to start another war to get out of it? That'd be cool. I'd be down. It's been too long without a war, right? Like a full war, though, not like this stupid standoff shit. Well, we were pretty close to World War Three, right? I thought so. Last year, Ron, at the beginning, of the yeah, year. it was about a year ago. Yeah. Um, I still think Russia and Russia and America are gonna team up against China, man. It's gonna happen. You think it's? You think that uh, that's gonna go that way? Because I thought Russia and China would team up against us. I'm I'm taking America and China against Russia. Ooh. I mean, I mean, what's yours? High, a high a risk, three-way Mexican standoff war. Uh, I think Joe's got it right. U.S. and uh, I don't know what Russia-China relations are like. Uh, I feel like they'd be into everything that would be a net negative for the united states i feel like russia and china i feel like russia in general has maintained all of its friendships from the soviet union days they're still tight with north they still like are able to have their citizens go take tours in north korea they're still like tight with cuba and i think they still trade a lot with china especially like oil and stuff so yeah i feel like their their bond from back in the communist days still is pretty strong trade-wise that's who would, why yeah. who would announce this the united nations cnn who announced what like what he's saying right now the advent of world war three i don't know who i mean would it would have to, this? there would have to be some sort of event though there would have to be a france ferdinand <laughs> Poor it's just like, hey, thing, bro, right? we're going to war on you, like, <laughs> right now. <laughs> I declare war. <laughs> that would be sick, though. It turns uh, into a Michael Scott meme of, like, yeah. I declare. <laughs> and it's just fucking Putin with, like, a vein in his forehead about to pop. Uh, how much stock did you give to that story that came out last year about Putin being um, uh, gay? drafting like a, a stepping down essentially because of his health problems or whatever oh not 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 at all did he do that no it didn't it, happen it came out though 
It came out that he was going to, and then it didn't happen. Do you think Kim Jong Un is dead? Who? Kim Jong Un. You think he's dead? Oh yeah, probably. Honestly, I, I think he's dead. But I think they're trying too hard to find someone that looks a lot like him. I feel like it, it doesn't have to look a lot like him. So few people have seen him like a ton. I just put out a funny tweet. Fuck! I just put a thousand ducks on in movie tavern instead of AMC. <laughs> <laughs> well apparently like this phenomenon keeps happening where uh they're essentially like getting uh fucked up stock manipulation uh because people are guessing the call signs wrong so like when zoom oh no when zoom actually uh got a bunch like the, there's a japanese manufacturer called zoom and then there's zoom mm. that everyone was using <laughs> when that started like jumping in stock price there's all these other companies that have gotten like crazy market valuations because of stuff. So like I, I did see that tweet where they were like, uh, thanks for following us, but we're not the Robin Hood app. Yeah. We're like Robin Hood of Sherwood Forest. It's like that, but you're just like spending a ton of money <laughs> and yeah, on, that's all on accident. So the only problem here is that like, and I think this, this started out, like I didn't realize how deep this was, but this started out as like a movement to shove it to the short sellers. But there are people who are like buying the stock thinking they're going to make money and they're not. And like the only advice I will give anyone is like, don't invest unless you can stand to lose that <laughs> <Oops>. money. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot like. Also, uh, I'm not a qualified finance professional. Please do not take my advice. It's like, a, it's like no limit Texas hold'em. Like you can't get. Yeah. You can't get emotional or you'll lose everything in front of you. You I'm can't a no get... limit soldier. You also I'm like you don't want to put your rent payment on the table. You can't. <laughs> you can't get uh, greedy, or you're not going to be able to see how to win the game. You know. Yeah. How many? How many people are going to read about the fucking guy from Reddit that put his entire life savings fifty thousand dollars, fifty G's into GameStop, which is a. I mean that that motherfucking business model is obsolete already like I don't, I don't even play video games and i know that people don't really buy physical media for video games anymore well, everybody just downloads the shit right the way that it was covered for a little while like the way that they were able to i guess justify the um, initial jump in price that happened i don't know um a little while ago i think maybe december uh that jumped it up to like 20 dollars, was because they got a new um officer it might have been a ceo i'm not sure but they got someone new to like come in and uh, say that they were going to take the company in like a digital direction. GameStop's not got a uh, a strong community though. Is it like yeah. what like they're 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 promising to do what fucking Blockbuster didn't do? Yeah, I think I don't think anybody's Blockbuster anymore. Like if you get hit by the train, it's your own fault. But um, I think what they're doing is they're realizing like, okay, we need to make this transition, and then actually doing things for it. Instead of Blockbuster, who's just like, oh, that Netflix will never work. Well, also, like they realize this well, is something. At one we need point, to somebody, somebody within the Blockbuster board, there's like a, there's a story about like somebody in the Blockbuster board, um, just screaming at people, telling them that they need to start streaming, that people streaming over the internet is going to be how they're going to want to rent movies from now on. Well, and, and everybody just laughed him out of the room. And that was yeah, Mr. his name like, was Mr. Up. Netflix. And he left. <laughs> no, I think that the difference is, Josh, that now people can say, we don't want to be blockbuster in that boardroom. And that kind of gets everybody's attention. Well, uh, I mean, you look at, hmm. I feel like that happens a lot just because companies don't like just go on 
in perpetuity. Like you look at uh, Sears, and Sears had the online Man, or not R. online. R. They had like a, a they had the original yeah, model with yeah. the fucking uh, catalog. With the sales. catalog. And they just fucked it all up. But uh, you look at something like GameStop and how many years they've had to jump on or just even acquire when they were doing like better uh, Gamefly because that's all they need to do. But now they have to go up against a competitor that's had years of experience in this one niche market. Everyone's going to know GameStop more than Gameplay, I feel, as a casual consumer. But Because of the brand. Yeah, yeah just like when SPC bought AT&T, what did they do? They just renamed the whole company AT&T because of the branding. Makes sense. Uh, I just, uh, again, it's like hard to come up with uh, such a uh, single moment where so much of an infrastructure was like threatened all at once um, in terms of American history. That's true. Like, uh, when is this our, has done a lot more than fucking been threatened in this way? Well, it's so here's the thing. It's been this fragile. It's just that like no one's pulled the trigger or been able to organize this many people before. Okay, I want to because that's all it is. It's like yeah, uh, a um, like brokerage firm has a huge amount of buying power, and if you get enough people with little amounts of buying power, like you have the same power now. And you just got to find like the right stock, essentially. Like, <laughs> yep. Okay, or- I want to I want to answer from you, Jaime. Um, in regards to the whole level playing field question and like uh, the stock markets being. Uh, not legislated enough or not regulated enough. Uh, where do you fall, and like, how would you how would you say um, we got this one wrong in terms of um, how the legislative part is should be better? Because I feel like you you have an interesting take on why we should probably legislate it less. The what Chamath Palipitia? Mm-hmm. I know you're talking about. Uh, Nailed it. I hope so. Uh, Elaborated on on I can't remember what show network CNBC CNN something like that. Um, he called for more transparency, I, I guess regulation, um, transparency in what hedge fund managers are doing, and bringing that to the light so that way that kind of information can be available to people, and they can begin to play the game uh, the way that they've been, the hedge fund managers have been. Uh, Is it? Is it fair? Over time. I guess is it fair to say that these individual um, investors should have some protections for being individual investors, even though they're acting in accordance with each other, kind of like collaborating together. Uh, even though it's an open forum, you can't stop information from being shared, like on the internet, ever again. Uh, but at this point, it's like, should you treat them as individuals, or should you treat them as like a collective group of individuals? Like, could we could we legislate so that Wall Street bets couldn't collaborate together to man, like essentially manipulate the the market? I don't think that's what's happening here. I'm just saying, like, I feel like legislation is going to go that way, and everyone's going to be super pissed about it. I I don't understand how how can you regulate manipulation of the market by people who don't have influence other than buying? Like what happened with with Reddit? It's like yeah, you had. People basically put posts on a public forum what they wanted to do and when they were going to do it, but like they don't have any media influence. They're not, you know, they're not on CNBC giving advice of what people should do, what pe- where people should put their money and stuff like that. I would say so. I don't. So to that point, I don't know how you can do that. But to that point, I would say this was essentially the attack on the financial capital. <laughs> like it was the same. It was the same thing. It just wasn't in the physical space. It was on like 
ones and zeros in computers. But it was essentially an yeah. attack on the capital of the, like the, the financial capital of the, the way the world works, or at least the way this country works. So a- any legislation is going to be seen through that lens, where money money backs whatever the case is. So the only reason that I don't think it's going to happen, Joseph, is because you've seen the the tweets from lawmakers were like, everyone agrees this is Wall Street's Very fault, true. not people's fault. And I I did not see that coming. First of all, they're like, everyone was going to be on the same page. I think, you know what it is? I think the scales have just been tipped just enough so that it's more profitable uh, in your political career to say that you're against Wall Street than you are to take the money of really specific Wall Street people. Like, and but for a, everybody, and, like it yeah, doesn't matter what your, your party is. Yeah. And for both, yeah, parties from both uh, sides of the aisle saying, or candidates from both parties saying, hey, I'm not taking a dime from Wall Street, yeah. you know? I mean, they they absolutely did, but, like, they're going to say they didn't. I always like uh, Bernie. Yeah, so, so is that, there, is there, that are, the... there are candidates who did not on both sides. There are candidates who did not. No, I like, like Bernie's way of doing Like AOC donation. and Bernie and, and yeah, Elizabeth Warren, like they, they really did not do that. When you do average donation. And I know there's some Republicans too that, that who did not take from Wall Street. It doesn't mean they don't get, gonna... get that amount of money elsewhere, you know? Like up, up their taxidermy dogs, but when they get it back from the taxidermist. <laughs> No, I just I walk into their office and we discuss something, and I happen to leave an envelope that's full of hundred dollar bills, <laughs> and I never look for it again because I'm not that kind of man. Yeah, no, because I work on Wall Street and I don't need that money. Because I'm not petty. <laughs> uh, no, but I just like this has just been interesting to me because it it's the kind of thing that like you could have done twenty years ago, but no one has been able to organize this kind of effort, and I I didn't realize until I started listening to some like the news is on all day right you're just hearing all of these the like one perspective of it and then i started listening to a twitch streamer you know obviously a certified financial expert um who was going through like art talking to people and going through it and she was like none of these people who are in this forum and like doing this are doing this for money like they're doing this to stick it to yeah the brokerage firms to like drive them bankrupt not and i was like to, to make like that's crazy to me that you take thousands of dollars, put it into the stock market, and be willing to just oh, I'm gonna let it go. Yeah, there you're are not plenty, money back. Yeah, there are uh, there are plenty of uh, tweets and posts on Reddit where people are just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, well, I'm a, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, the reason I was I brought up the Twitch streamer was she started saying like a lot of these people grew up through 2008, like they saw the banks screw over their parents. They lost their house and like, and then they had, they figured like, this is our chance to get back at them. Like, I want that guy to lose his house so that he knows what it feels like. And it's not going to matter because that guy's going to lose his house and sell one of his boats and buy another one. But like, he'll learn, maybe I shouldn't short this stock 170% next time. I don't know, man. I'm going to say something that uh, maybe is in bad taste, but um, what isn't on this show? (laughs) I feel like we're probably going to get at least one, if not multiple, uh, suicides out of this weekend, like from 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 banker bros. I think that's going to be like a very weird. I don't know that like I don't know that they need to with the protections in place and like the fact that you can file for bankruptcy. Yeah, they and I know you have money offshore. I don't think they need. What to. if it's like an ego thing? What if it's straight up like an ego? Like... No, no, there's no way. You know, you're going to get another job after this. I don't no, know. I mean, it man. happened in 08 though, Andre. There was like, there, there was plenty of stories of people committing suicide off Wall Street. But I would say what Andre's talking about, those protections exist because of after that, like where you couldn't like lose your whole ass. 
And everyone has golden parachute deals, right? Uh, I just feel like there's got to be some people whose fucking head is on the chopping block. I, I would, I, I, like, yeah, I would absolutely be sad that we lost a human life. But I don't think, like, I, I think every one of them sees a way through this. I don't think anybody's sitting at their desk right now at a hedge fund saying, oh, man, we're done. I think they're all just thinking, all right, we'll get them next time. Okay, so you, Joseph, you brought up the storm, the the physical storm in the Capitol from earlier this month. Yeah. And now, Andre, and now you're bringing up suicides. What is your theory on, I mean, just like wild, what's your wild speculate, speculative opinion on the, the two cop suicides that have taken place since the insurrection on the Capitol? That's very odd. Were they Capitol police officers that were there? One was a cap. One one was a member of the Capitol Police that was there, and the other one was a member of the D.C. Metropolitan Police who responded to the Capitol. I mean, I will say they they could be unrelated events. Like you never know what that person's going through. They could be, this, yeah. This could have just been the thing that was like it was such a shitty day at work that he was like, "I'm done with this." Yeah, it's very that's very interesting, and I wonder like like how many cops or firemen committed suicide after nine eleven. And I wonder if that was a thing. What so, that like, was a deal. Anything from survivor's guilt to just like, yeah, like Andre said, a bad day. Like it's just. They also didn't have to, right? We gave them all cancer after 9-11. Yeah, they had an expiration date as soon as they came <laughs> out of that building. No shit. And then we just like abandoned them and did nothing to help them. Mm -hmm. Man, we covered a lot of subjects here in 20 minutes. Yeah, man. It's really good we don't have Adrian here to slow us down. <laughs> yeah, he is like the brakes. He's, he's all the brakes. Um, we are we're all gas, no brakes, baby. <laughs> today, only today. That's fast and furious. <laughs> it's so fast and furious. There's not even the ampersand in the middle. It's just fast furious. It's fast, comma furious. <laughs> it's fal furious, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that shouldn't have been as funny as it was. Uh, fuck. All right. Well, if we're getting off the stock market a little bit, um, I stock market. <laughs> I want to talk about like this whole uh, first hundred days question that keeps being a metric that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why is <laughs> why is that? That's enough time for them to get shit done, or? <laughs> well, so it's always that's always been the like quoted time frame. Like, you have a hundred days when you enter office as president to get things done. I guess so. I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell you. If you tell me that that's it, then yeah, I believe you. I remember a government teacher explaining it, and I was just like, I don't care about this enough right now. It's just such a weird... I guess it's just a nice round number, right? That's why people care about it. I'll, I'll Google that one for you, Joseph. I haven't Googled something on the podcast in a while. Nice. Well, I mean, in, in, a, in the general business world, you look at everything within the quarter, right? How did you do this quarter? How did we do this quarter? So 100 days, nice round number, almost a quarter of the year. FDR coined it, coined the term in his response to the Great Depression. Man, if you were going to Google it, I would have just not Googled it. Yeah, come it. on, man. He said he was going to Google it. He's oh. stepping on your Sorry, go ahead. I'm still asleep. Right now. Sorry, go ahead on <laughs> No, you kind of stole hey, my man, Joe, Hey, man, Joe, Joe Rogan has young Jamie. We got young Hyman. <laughs> I mean, you could pronounce it the same way. That's not funny. Is it not? It's kind of funny. <laughs> it is now. Yeah, it's funnier now that you, you... It wasn't until you brought it up, and then once you brought it up, it became like, funnier than it should have been. <laughs> so it's strictly symbolic significance, Joseph. Okay. That's fair enough. It's stupid. So now, stupid, I know they say, like, you have the... Basically, the second year, you're helping Congress get elected again because of the midterms, 
which then you have ah, like another year you okay. can do shit and then another year that you're running for re-election so like you really have a year to do things or you could just say fuck everybody i'm gonna do things for four years and not get reelected. i feel like that's a cool way to do it like that would be that would be oh i hate i hate that i said that too because now people are gonna think that's what trump did <laughs> but is it is it what he did? He was just—he was so busy doing things, guys. It's—I think it's funny that all of these. Dude, I mean, the, I mean, the, the thing is, it's factually not true because like that dude campaigned hard for a bunch of uh, senators and Congress people who were up for re-election in 2018. Uh, Josh, just a just a quick question: Do you think facts matter to these people? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying for for anybody who's on the fence about you know how to about that particular issue. No, Trump Trump did a lot, probably more than most sitting presidents do, uh, for people in his party running for office in the midterms. Like he just well, he was constantly on the was trail. Everywhere. I mean, since like literally 2017. I don't think right? he ever stopped. Yeah, stopped campaigning. Yeah, I mean, he had rallies like within the first hundred days of him being in office. You think if he leans so more so wait into that's a good that's a good point uh, about like what we what we started talking about was the like organize this social organization of people was his his Tulsa rally where like hundreds of thousands of people were supposed to come but it was just K-pop fans who reserved <laughs> tickets and didn't show up like that's the same thing there's just not a monetary impact of billions of dollars well I, uh, but like this there's is a, a monetary thing impact for the Trump campaign <laughs> I mean probably not right we we're paying for it as taxpayers. No, no, dude, that's not how that works. It it is though, Josh. Like how much of his money did he smuggle over to the campaign from tax dollars? Did he smuggle taxpayer money to this campaign? Yeah, about? it was all over the place that like they were using tax dollars for campaign things. I feel like if you what I, if you say every event is a campaign rally, there's there's not like there's legislation that puts limits on when you can say you're campaigning for the next election. So like you just say, "Oh, this one's a campaign rally." <laughs> I thought what he was doing was that he was using money from his campaign to just fund personal shit like he was using money that for his was camp- also happening yeah uh, i mean you could make up something and we would just be like yeah that, that sounds, sounds right. right yeah like i was probably doing that he had a rally at the uh, fucking golf course in mar-a-lago what what do you think about um the idea that in this administration now that's supposed to be uh like it's kind of riding on the re-election is kind of riding on it being a transformative uh, stint in the White House, like their first 100 days, they have to deal with fucking GameStop. It's <laughs> so funny to me. Well, but they they don't. I think you're completely hands off. I don't think you do anything as the president right now. Uh, the thing, the thing that people I wouldn't seem even to make a statement. I don't think they, the have, they, about, have they made um, a statement. I don't think they've made a statement. I don't think so. No, the uh, press secretary just said that the White House is monitoring the situation, which means nothing. And she said, and I think it's a pretty good example of how the stock market is not an end-all be-all indicator for how well the economy is doing did you see also uh (laughs) the calls for recusal from janet yellen because she had taken a bunch of money from the citron research which is like the the capital that where the the gamestop shorts came from yeah yeah she had done a bunch of fucking speaking engagements with them She made like almost a million dollars from them i know it's nuts that the, the funny thing is though like if only she had taken that in GameStop stock. <laughs> she would have been a, a trillionaire. No, the, I mean, because I remember somebody, because like there was, a, there was a discussion about the new Secretary of Defense, right? And how um, he worked for 
either Lockheed Martin or some other weapons manufacturer, um, like within the executive, like an executive position with a company like that. And people were like, well, can, can we just have a secretary of defense who, you know, isn't a war hawk or isn't, you know, tied into the, the actual defense industry? And I was like, dude, who's going to get the job then? Like, who would well, get the, the thing, job? Like, I, I want that person to have the job because they have the experience in the industry. Like, I don't want you to give a teacher the job. I mean, the, the, the thing about it is like, who else? I mean, the only people who would be qualified to have the secretary of defense job or people who are high ranking military generals or people who are in the actual defense industry. Here's what I would say. I say you give the job to the person that you know has the best heart that is most impressionable so that everyone who like tries to explain stuff to them just has to do the best job explaining why they should do one thing over another. And they just like really good, really good dullards. Like the treasury, like the treasury secretary, it's like, who is there anybody who's qualified to be secretary of the treasury who has not been paid uh six figures to speak to probably, a hedge fund probably that fucking uh reddit user deep fucking value <laughs> that guy maybe is that so his actual name is it deep fucking yeah, value it is that's his that's reddit cute. username yeah maybe so but i'm just i keep thinking like also you know, maybe just, there are some really economists quick, at, at Joseph, harvard or something you are can you look deep into, fucking value i'm not i'm not i would tell you if I was, I'm legally obligated to tell you if I was. It's like a, okay. it's like a entrapment with police. We're not going to ask Josh to confirm if that's legal. We're just going <laughs> to keep going. <laughs> you just think it's more interesting if it is illegal? Uh, I like the fact that memes are now part of our cultural vocabulary, like in there forever. Like we're going to have to yep. explain in history books what memes are. And we're gonna have to explain how a meme upended the the current version of the stock market. Stock market. <laughs> Does anybody watch um, the Hill Rising? No. That sounds a news, like torture point. Like Capitol Hill. Yeah, it's a it's a news program on YouTube with uh, Crystal Ball, who was on MSNBC and then left because she hates establishment Democrats. And Is her name this- actually Crystal Ball? Yeah. And then uh, Sagar and Jetty, who used to work for Tucker Carlson, it, and he wait, left. Wait, is him. no one else going to take a jab at that? No, he's brought it up before, like a, like a crystal ball. Yeah, he's brought it up before. I, I, I don't like yeah. how ridiculous it is. I don't even know if she's changed her name to that, but it, yeah, that's it's always going to bother me. Andre, that's my follow-up <laughs> question: is Is she related to like the Lonzo Ball family? No, I don't think. I don't think so. What would you name your kid if your last name was Ball? Crystal. Big. Did you say Chris? Yeah, Chris. Chris Ball, that's not Chris Ball. That's not funny at all. Like, like Chris Paul. Well, you, my first son would be named Disco, <laughs> uh, followed by Basket, and then Soccer. Uh, I name my kid. I name my kid Vainy. Blue. Vainy. Yeah, everyone would be like, "Why even that? That's not even a a, a pun or a joke. Like, that's just gross." <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Vaney is like a Puerto Rican name. I hope not. So it would actually work out. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they, have, they have some bugged out names in Spanish. Yeah. I think memes are what's going to do it. Like memes is. So I, I like your point, Joseph, of like we have to teach memes now in do, history yeah. because it's not just this. It's like the capital riots too. That have, yeah. That have just 
done terrible things. And there'll be a whole chapter on like, all right, here's what this meme did in January of 2020. We're actually going to have meme You know what memes are going to be like in history books in like the 2040s? It's going to be like the the stupid cartoons, like the stupid newspaper cartoons that we saw um, in history books when we were kids, right? Like they would, there would be like satirical cartoons about World War II or about the market crash or something like that. Like that's what Josh, memes are going to be. I, I feel Josh, like it's going to be first hard. First of all, the, those cartoons haven't stopped newspapers. But they're not relevant anymore. Stupid. Do- what do you mean? They do them over current. Oh, as far as shaping public opinion and attitude? Or just being good representations of public opinion. At, yeah, or shaping. Yeah, I would say exactly. also, like, you can't put a green frog getting bukkakeed on, uh, like, newspaper, you know? <laughs> like, Or in a children's textbook. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Didn't uh, those? Didn't that, the that Islamic, never showed up in this. That never showed up at the Scholastic Book Fair. Didn't the Islamic terrorists in France uh, attack people over a political caricature that was published in newspapers? Anything yeah. that has like the image of Muhammad yeah, dude. Yeah. But we're yeah. talking about I'd, fucking Europe. I'd say that's still pretty relevant. Then Josh, wouldn't wouldn't you? Do you ever heard of Charlie Hebdo before they got fucking bombed? Ooh, that's a trap question. Because any anything he says, we're gonna meme him for it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, I don't know. I just don't think uh, if if Adrian was on this call, I feel like he would try and fight me on the fact that memes have always controlled um public opinion. Well, not I would say not always. Like recently, yeah, absolutely. You don't think always? You don't think memes are just like getting more expedient and faster now? They were ju- they were just the political caricatures back in the day. Like you know, just take a look at Nazi propaganda and, and shaping uh public opinions and attitudes. I mean, were those not memes? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you go back, you could find less efficient memes, but now the efficiency is just off the scale. So we've just refined that, yeah. is what you're saying, after thousands of years. Yeah. I would say so, because that at least makes some kind of sense. Otherwise, we're just floating in a void, and this is all going to be the last year we live to see. <laughs> no, I think we get through the decade. The decade? What do you think is going to be like the weirdest thing that happens at the end of the decade? I, I'm gonna go with um, Elon's indentured servitude camps on Mars actually happen because they like Joe, live they uh, they like agree to like live on Mars and like do the work that's necessary yeah. just to live well, on so Mars. So did you see his tweet where he was? He, that's what he said. He, he was like, "Oh no, if you can't afford to fly to Mars, like we'll fly you there and then you'll just work off your debt." I like that. I like that. Hmm. I'm into it. And everybody was just space like, did he just, did "He just yeah, he just like try to make space yeah, slaves." Man. But like, I, yeah, but and, yeah, and, and, and I'm absolutely. sure he's gonna, and I'm sure he would, you know, come in on his end of the bargain and return them home if they wanted to, right? Return them back to Earth if they want. Or wanted. he just like eject them into space. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be here. All right, you can be everywhere else. Uh, Josh, what, everywhere <laughs> Josh else. what's your, what's your like uh, on the money prediction in the next decade? We're talking 2031. Uh. Death for Death regarding rate. what? Regarding stocks? <laughs> or uh, regarding no, just regarding what? like just your most on the money, stocks. like just not stocks, not specifically stocks. Unless you're like gonna Nostradamus us and give us a good stock tip for ten years from now. What? What no, is your? I don't have any. I don't have any financial advice to to offer. Um, the only thing I, I kind of I'm buying into the idea that the movie theaters will come back and will come back strong after the pandemic and everybody gets inoculated. 
So instead of buying AMC stock, I bought some Regal Cinema stock. I'm broadcasting live in, from in a Cinemark. movie theater right now. Uh, is that a prediction that you're making? That you'll be broadcasting, yeah. broadcasting live in a movie theater? Joe Biden's third term. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Joe Biden's going to run for president again? Do you think he's going to run for a second term? Well, that would be was it was it what was Justice's question? The wildest prediction or something like that? <laughs> no, the most uh, the most yeah. on but the money. But he's like half robot. <laughs> he asked for the exact opposite of yeah, that. Yeah, asked I mean, for the most on the money, like the <laughs> safest prediction you can make. I mean, are those is that not two sides of the same coin these days? I guess so, man. What would you, okay? Yeah. Uh, think about the absurd. I, mean, I want I want you to get involved in this way. Uh, <laughs> what would be your play as campaign manager for Donald Trump to run again? in 2024 uh, four like right uh, now what, what should he be doing i don't know if, if any if any organizer uh, there, there's nothing they can do due to the uh, national uh, uh terrorist advisory alert in which any gatherings opposed to the inauguration or the election results um can get what's the verdict? wait are you saying he runs on a terrorism platform yeah, that sounds like you're saying Donald Trump uh, is con- uh, considerably <laughs> abutted by by domestic terrorists. Also, do do we have to call it that? Like, is it just terrorism? Do we have to disclaim that it's domestic terrorism? Uh, I think I think I the think domestic idea is worse. Of, I think the idea of of always call of uh, emphasizing the domestic part is because of the. Um, congressional and military oaths that are taken against all enemies foreign and domestic so i think that's why um politicos tend to emphasize domestic terrorism when it it calls for it what would you say uh trump's reaction would be to this uh gamestop soiree that they're throwing that's a good question I don't know. Oh, you know, that's funny you bring that up, man. I was just thinking about that earlier today. Well, no, it's a really easy answer, guys. He would immediately say that there's good people on both sides. And he would, like, say that he loves the stockbrokers. But then he would also support the people who are doing this. Politician right there. Yeah, I mean, he's always he's always been pretty adamant about the stock market being a good indication for the stability of the economy but, or how well the economy is doing. But wouldn't that say I that think, the, the, the economy is extremely unstable? No, it's a beautiful <laughs> economy, Joseph, the greatest economy. How would you want to see this play out, Andre? Like what would be your dream scenario of the, the exit strategy for like all of these things going down? Not saying like what you personally would want to happen. Like what would you enjoy the most seeing? <laughs> I, I would really enjoy watching this one hedge fund completely wiped out and it actually scaring the other ones into realizing like let's not be complete dickholes about this um which i should disclaim that like not every hedge fund is full of dickholes um and then i would like probably everybody except for deep fucking value to get a profit on this and him to just break even <laughs> why like him? all he gets is, why him he all he gets 50 grand and one penny back. He's like the... No, fuck, man. He was yeah, like the guy that did all his... Uh, essentially his due diligence uh, in, in Wall Street Bets. Because then it'll teach him next time you jump out early. <laughs> but he's... Okay, I straight up believe that 
the if you go through the trends for today, you could probably find correlations between his posts or the last few days, his posts on Wall Street bets, like what time of day they came, and then a jump in the actual uh, stock prices. Oh because yeah, of, absolutely. Uh, well, bias. so the the only thing, like the only reason this is working as well as it is, because the people are psychopaths only push the price up to like seven. Well, that's yeah, number one. But the people only push the price up to like seventy dollars, and then Elon tweeted about it, and then people with his spending capital were coming in and buying it because they didn't, didn't care. Didn't uh, tweet about it right before Elon share. tweeted about it? I think so, but like, let's be honest. Yeah, Elon's people. With, Elon tweeted people who are spending their money in a in in a in an efficient way are going to follow uh, Elon. On well, the other guy um, tweeted like an actual graph. And some like pseudo explanation for what why he was doing it, and Elon just tweeted Elon game stonk. Game stonks. Yeah, <laughs> like a fucking child. No, uh, I like I like what but, Elon. But that's I mean, like that's what I don't made like the difference him. Was the I fact don't like that Elon Musk. I think Elon Musk is fucking Lex Luthor. That's but, what made the difference was the fact that when when he did it, people with that amount of buying power were like, I don't care that it's one hundred and fifty dollars. I'm gonna buy it to stick it to the hedge fund. And like when you get both of those, like the people who are doing this for something and then a crazy person with a lot of money on the internet to do it, like you, that's it. That's the miracle that hasn't happened yet. Uh, is one. it recreatable though? You know what I mean? If you get Elon to tweet it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, and that's just head punch biting themselves in the ass because they were short in Tesla. So like, of course he's going to hold that grudge for 20 years. But is that even it? Like, I wonder if he's just like also a little crazy on some other spectrum that we don't know about. Yes, yeah, he's absolutely insane, Joseph. He's fucking. He is Lex Luthor, dude. I've said that for years. Elon no, Musk is Lex, Lex Luthor. He's Lex he's, Luthor. Uh, he's like the guy who invested in Lex's company. Is who he is. Also, after hours trading has been nuts. Oh, what's what is game? What is game at now? Dogecoin is up to seven cents a share. Jesus, bro! How much money? Do you, don't say it on. Don't don't say it on the broadcast. Okay, I'll tell you. I made back my initial investment of thirty dollars a couple months ago. Today, I cashed out another seventy, and I'm still up in the market like a hundred and ten. Like I don't have a lot of money in the market. You know, it's like ten dollars here, fifty dollars there. Like I buy a little couple of shares every couple of months when I can. But like Dogecoin, if that ever takes off. I'm buying all of you houses. I think I spent like two dollars on it, and I got like five hundred eighty something share, like or coins. <laughs> yeah, I had nine thousand shares at one point. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. It's also it's really hard to not sell this, but like at this point, I've made my money back. I'm gonna sit on it until it goes. Yeah, big. just see what happens. Just write it out, whatever. Forget about it. Lose the password, and then you can play that guy's uh, existence out. Oh, how many? How many? No, it's how, fingerprint, so I'm good. There you go. How, <laughs> how many is he at? Is he still at two guesses? Uh, no, he. Uh, so he said shortly after that article, he burned through his last guesses, and he was just like, "Whatever happens, happens." Like, I can't worry about this anymore. I was like, "Yeah, dude, you should have done that ten years ago." How much money was he saying that was in there? Uh, it was something stupid, dude. Like two hundred bitcoins. Yeah, that's nuts. So wait, how many? How many Doge coins do you own right now, Andre? Uh, here, I'll at least you. in the it's, thousands, it's significantly less than nine thousand because I sold a bunch. Josh has got the forecast for you. No, it's not. It's been. It's been having trouble all day loading. Should I buy five dollars of Dogecoin right now? Absolutely. Bro, yeah. Dude. Honestly, what's, you're gonna lose five dollars or you're gonna make a ton? Like, yeah, it's literally <laughs> yeah, cool. uh, the only easy options. And here's it: like five dollars is gonna get you what a fucking happy meal that's not even gonna fill you up. This will We're, this will entertain you forever. 
speaking of, <laughs> speaking of entertaining, we went on this pod from uh, we are not certified experts in in financial. We are oh, not. To, I don't to know live, shit to live trading. I'm you are. Oh yeah, <laughs> you are. Yeah, buy it. I'm not telling people listening to buy it. I'm telling Josh. Yeah. No, you are you are a complete fucking idiot if you listen to any of us. I'm doggy <laughs> for financial advice. I'm doggy buy my coin. <laughs> also, rate the podcast <laughs> if you're listening to this. Smash that like button. Uh, uh, so right now I have three thousand four hundred and seventy-three shares. Josh. That's wild. Hmm. That's so funny. Like that could just be Bitcoin. And I am up. Okay. In insane. Let's Andre, just, I, insane. I wish the best for you, Andre. Let's just really do a stupid a you. stupid one to one. Just want that house, don't you? Let's just do a stupid one to one. If uh, what is Bitcoin at right now? Like forty or thirty? Thirty-five? Uh, hold on, I can tell you it's on the list. Thirty-three. Okay. If Doggy Coin, Dogecoin went doge if it went bitcoin you would have 3000 times the 33000 no 2500 cal- calculator there you go andre i see i see you going for that calculator i was hoping you could do it in your head bro I, yeah i can't i'm very nah, bad man. i'm so if Hondo was here he would he would be able to do it in his head agents he had great number sense agent two that's 82 I, I, million dollars justice yeah you could have 82 million dollars bro i'll cut the rest of the math out <laughs> it'll just cut to <laughs> you you give me the answer uh 82 million though that would be nuts also fucking 1 billion in the lottery i mean i'm gonna be honest i would cash out at like five or six million i don't know if i would <laughs> we just write it well so and that's so why I, no one should I, take our advice <laughs> what i tell myself is like um if it ever gets up that high i'm taking half of it I'll leave half of it in there because whatever happens to it happens to it. But like that other half, I could pay off everything. I could buy my mom a brand new house and car and like everybody would be fine. Throw the rest of it in the bank. What if you got rid of half of it and put that half back in on options and uh, calls and <laughs> Take put... that other half and short the yeah, stock. Yeah, short, <laughs> short your own stock that you own. That's like the worst decision. And then you can borrow against yourself the stocks and then sell those stocks. So if you ever need to pay back yourself, you don't have to worry about it. Either way, you make money. (laughs) That's not how it works. (laughs) This is why you shouldn't take stock advice from it. So there is one thing I'm going to name this episode stock advice. Stonk Stonk advice. Uh, That's my like my favorite Warren Buffett line. Our favorite holding period is forever, which means that like you buy a stock not to sell it, you buy a stock to hold on to it forever until 30 years from now you're ready to sell it and move on with your life uh, how many kids does he have i don't know like if i could take one of his kids hostage would i be able to get some of that money honestly if i were him i would just be popping out children <laughs> yeah you could <laughs> like not even have sex i would just like take this and go impregnate 30 ladies but with it. why I want my children to fight over the money after I die. You just want to like create a compelling narrative for like a documentary. Like I, later. Want, I want them all to fight over it so much that they all die without getting any. Well, of it. If, uh, if you think about it in terms of like, uh, what is it? The three deaths that you suffer. Uh, yeah. yeah. Then the, if you make yourself so infamous that you're like uh, in documentaries and stuff, you're kind of guaranteeing yourself at least a couple more decades. Well, there's 30, like that 30. famous, um, I think uh, isn't it? Aren't Bill Gates' kids like not getting shit or getting very little? I mean, but is it very dies? little in that like very little eighty million dollars? Yeah. No, I think they're all getting like a million dollars or something. Like That's, enough to live off. Oh no! 
Oh no, I know Bobrovskis, but still, like this is that's that's pretty crazy considering how much wealth he actually has. Like all these kids only get like a million dollars. Any wealth they've built from just not having debt, not having to pay for anything, and having a million dollars of like seed money for any entrepreneurship. Yeah, (laughs) and then just like, oh, dad died, I got a million dollars. So that is the big thing that like a lot of these apps like Robinhood are allowing people to build is people like us. Like I never would have invested in the stock market without an app to do it on until I was probably in my 60s. But like you can use this to invest slowly over time and create generational wealth. And that's something that like people like us haven't been able to do because we all come from pretty humble backgrounds. Not Josh. <laughs> been eating out of a silver spoon since day one. Just because he was an only child doesn't mean he had everything. He just yeah, had I was like, all my dad, of the things my dad that worked they had. At, my dad worked at Via. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. No, Josh. It, it doesn't mean you had everything. It just means you had everything that they had. Yeah, that's true. No, that's that's correct. Hi, Mitt. Like we all had to split it three ways, six ways, whatever it was. Yeah. Hi, Mitt. What is what is your um? the most enjoyable scenario you can come up with for how this Wall Street shit ends. The resuscitation of Occupy Wall Street. So I like that you said that because this is what they should have done. Like they had enough people that had a little bit of buying power and they could have done this. But Instead at the same time. Just using the human microphone in Zuccotti Park. Yeah, and calling that, and, time, though, because... and calling that direct democracy. Uh, how do you? <laughs> and their okay, rules I'm, of like the human no, microphone. No one has a voice. Putting. Everyone has a voice. Like that's not how it works, guys. Come on. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. Uh, essentially, the idea that access to information is so much of a public utility now. Like that's the only reason this is. This is. Um, well, I guess the other thing is access to utility like robin hood being a thing um do you think they take that away like is there a scenario where that's just gone like the the retail investor is no longer they price people out maybe yeah so the, i don't I think, think they very, take away i think they take what robin hood is doing which is uh like if you don't have the liquid capital to back it up they'll cash you out is what they're saying about tomorrow but isn't, isn't so like that if a... you if you oh, if you download Robinhood and only put six hundred dollars in the GameStop, they're going to close out your GameStop because you don't have anything else in there. Isn't that essentially like a walled garden though? Like you're you're it you're, is yeah it you're placing is. the retail investors in a walled garden and telling them like you can operate in this space until we we tell you you can't until we develop yeah. another rule that says you can't yeah yeah so that that's like already where it's going. Essentially, we're going to get to that point where. The retail investor is a thing of the past. No, I think so. Like, I think somebody like me will still invest, but at this this kind of effort won't be able to be done again because of that rule. Like, you'll Walt B. Best is going to have to find the other, the next way around the rules, which I don't think will be that hard because regulation moves really slowly compared to well, technology. But to your point before, do you think the other hedge funds are going to get scared and pull out of their or? Can't, I mean, I don't even know if they can pull out of their positions at this point, like with uh, BlackBerry and AMC I think and- some of them, I think some of them will. And also, I don't think anybody did it as bad as GameStop, where like they were literally doubling up on the short. Yeah. Right. To where like more than the amount of stocks they yeah. could. Yeah. Like what you buy. said, one hundred forty percent or something. That doesn't make like yeah. how does even 
I guess because the people because they're they're fucking greedy. Just but it's so also like, like it, I guess the people that they're borrowing the stocks from essentially don't need to communicate with each other. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna borrow forty stocks that you have that you share with this person, and then I'm gonna borrow forty stocks from that person that you also share with that person, and you only have sixty like shares together. So I do think it will it will get to the point where like everyone's gonna be a little more conservative. So like similar to the housing crash where we stop giving house loans to people who couldn't pay for it but was that was that a market uh, like that was correction? a dumb thing to was do. that a market correction or was that legislative regulation no i think it was yeah i think it was legislation so was is that what's going to happen at this point like are we going to fucking legislate uh that you cannot like i thought it was already illegal to do these kind of short stops where like are uh no okay. obviously yeah. it's not because they're doing it um there was a I movie do, I, there was a movie about it recently right wasn't the isn't the big short about the big that? short is about yeah. specifically the that's market. about the housing crisis so there's also hmm. a netflix documentary where they talk to this woman who is a short seller but her that's her job is what i mentioned earlier like to go out and find a shitty company who's doing really shady things and short their stock and at the end of the at the end of the show they're like there's their stock went from like 800 dollars to 16 and she hasn't cashed out her options yet and they asked her why and she said because there's 16 dollars left so with this what, what's what's kind of wild is like if you think about corporatism and you think about um the whole corporations are people if you think about doing that with people it's so fucking terrifying <laughs> like imagine just like finding like the shittiest human you can like this guy's gonna fucking die soon i can tell i can fucking tell you right now i'm gonna bet on his death i am gonna bet that he's gonna die like in the next couple weeks i guarantee it okay but also that guy's been like murdering children yeah 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 the- no 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 and like smoking cigarettes it's it, like <laughs> while he's doing it well like doing the the hard cardio of chasing children um <laughs> <laughs> This is a very specific scenario, Joseph. <laughs> Shit. Are there anybody taking bets of when uh, T.I. and Tiny are going to end up in prison? I don't know what you're talking T. about. T.I. should have been in prison like forever ago, shouldn't he? I think he was. He's a, he is a convicted felon. Um, there are multiple allegations. Last I read from at least a dozen women about T.I. and Tiny um, drugging women, or sometimes underage, For, uh... and then having their way with them for anyone listening to the pod this is the kind of company that josh keeps the, the kind of company i don't know ti and tiny what the fuck yeah, i never what? met them <laughs> what <laughs> wait is ti didn't ti come out uh in a very negative light recently because he was talking about um his daughter and like her yeah, inability he, to he, have sex or something he takes his he um he asks his daughter's uh gynecologist to confirm that she still has her hymen yeah, that's terrifying. What do you think he can do? Pretty sure. Yeah, that's a not. That's a big no no. It's if they're yeah, a minor. It's, no, the daughter's not a minor anymore. She's like, oh. she's like in college. Still weird though. Like the question sense. shouldn't be if it's a minor. I feel like maybe <laughs> the question. Also, yeah, that like this is someone else's body. Uh, it's not like she's twelve years yeah. old. Like it's not like she's uh, <laughs> uh, what is it? Discovery for like a, a rape trial. <laughs> uh what were we talking about before josh changed the subject there uh good question we've yeah we've gone you're talking about pri- i know you're talking about um oh so legislation prison. yes I yeah think legislation should, i think you should probably not be able to short a company stock over a hundred percent because that seems irresponsible yeah which is, which is essentially what happened like these guys were irresponsible they they bet big and they're gonna lose like that's how bets work sometimes you lose 
Um, especially if you take these kinds of odds, like you, you knew this was a possibility. Uh, and then I think the other side of it is we do probably see Robinhood and some of these apps like put into place that kind of thing. We're like, okay, you can't just buy this one stock this one time. Like you have to be a consistent investor with us, which does slow down investing for a lot of people, but it still gives access to like people like me who haven't done this before and are not trying to cash in on GameStop and just like buying regular stocks. You say that now. Joseph, I think you were, um, I th- no, I think we left before I fucking switched the topic to Ti and Tiny. We we left off when you were talking about what if people can start like short selling actual individuals, <laughs> not just corporations. That's what no, you're, I that's thought you were using that as an example for corporations. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just saying like the fact that like it it can't be both ways. You can't have corporations as people and then also not not be able to bet on people's deaths. Like, yeah. I should be allowed to bet on your death if you're allowed to make legislation. That means that a corporation's donations are just as secretive as like a person's. Actually, that wasn't even legislation. That was um, that was case law. That was decided by the Supreme Court that corporations are people and therefore and and the, therefore have First Amendment rights to make who is the campaign contributions. This is a stupid question. I don't know why you would have the answer to this other than you're a lawyer. Uh, who is the dissent on that one? Like, was there a good dissent? I think Ginsburg. Really? I'd like to read that. That's I think so. Interesting. R.I.P. Hold on. Let's see. Dissent on Citizens United. Uh, how close in relation to the legislation, or I guess both, did Patriot Act make it to the Supreme Court, whether or not it was constitutional? Yeah, it did. How close were those Supreme um, Court hearings together? I, if I remember, it wasn't very close. Yeah, I feel like Citizens I mean, United was like 2012, maybe, if not later. 2010. Um, 2010? Dissent yeah. was The dissent in Citizens United was written by um, John Paul Stevens. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the namesake of the uh, high school in San Antonio. Yeah, all of the high schools in Northside are named after Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm. How long until we get a Ginsburg? It's Antonio. Yeah. I don't think. I don't Weren't think they trying to make that happen, and they got. They were trying down. to, but I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. You know, interesting uh, enough. I know that uh, Earl Warren High School has the robe that Earl Warren wore at the Supreme Court when uh, Brown versus Board of Education was decided. But like in a in a glass case, like yes, what? in a glass case. You think there's like some like some principal get to wear? You think there's some shitty no, notes inside his like call, uh, cuffs? <laughs> Like written in like chalk. <laughs> uh, One of my favorite things is that like John Jay apparently made decisions on uh, was it civil rights acts or like something with that kind of legislation to like give people equal rights and like he's got the ghettoist attendance of any any high school probably ever. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like he made it so that you couldn't legally discriminate against uh, like Spanish speaking individuals. It may have been that. Yeah. And now, did and you now think, the did anybody speak <laughs> <so you> Spanish? <laughs> did anybody find it ironic in San Antonio that uh, John F. Kennedy High School is in the middle of the hood yeah, and dude, Ronald absolutely. Reagan High School is in the fucking like most affluent suburban part of the city? I would say if Kennedy you pulled if you sense. pulled most cities though, you could find instances of that in like most cities. John F. Kennedy High Schools, maybe. Yeah. yeah like Martin Luther King uh, streets. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Chris Rock did a good segment on that back yeah. in the day. I would say the same thing. Like it just, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Uh, not it's also not the that stereotypes. Like, you're gonna, that, <laughs> you're gonna put the the thing where those people are. So like Caesar Chavez way is fucking commerce in the 
In the yeah, exactly. In the middle <laughs> in the of east, west side. It's yeah. in the fucking east side of Austin too. Uh, yeah, it's all getting gentrified though, right? It is now, yeah. So it's not it's not gonna match the community anymore. Fucking Tesla, bro. So weird. Match the community. <laughs> Speak on it, Jaime. I'd, Jaime, I'd like what, to hear what your... street does match the community that it's in? Uh, Durango. Wurzbach Parkway. Durango. What? Yeah, there's a there's a lot of, there's a lot of dodges on that street. Uh. There's a lot of dodges. <laughs> All right. No, I think he means like from Durango. Uh, yeah, no, no, man. A, there's a lot. Apparently, I mean, the name apparently the name of that street was a connection between uh, us and Mexico. Uh, and I, it was either uh, uh, Durango, Mexico, or it was named after a family. Uh, it was Durango, Mexico. It was supposed to be a trade route that went straight to. There we go. That state. I'm gonna go with uh, Culebra Road, which means snake. And like, if you drive from 410 in, it just does this the whole time. <laughs> How many river roads do you think there are in Texas? Two, two fucking. Man. I live right off of one. How about how I about commercial? How about commercial street on the south side of San Antonio? Which makes sense because the Southsiders like to watch a lot of TV. Good one, great joke, bro. Yeah, that was, that was, that was kind of late. Josh. That Damn was it. like unnecessarily like mean a little bit. Like it, it also, in a weird it way, took too, too long to get there. How does that mean? I just say they like to watch TV. They don't know how to do anything else but watch TV. It's like a, it's like a. <laughs> okay, it's, damn it, you, it's like a, you, you took it to a place where I didn't want it to go. There, it's a funny thing to make fun of people about. Like it's just a weird thing. Like you just watch too much TV. Like I don't know. I'd be offended at that comment. Like I watch a lot of fucking TV, bro. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, they also like barbecue in the front yard, Josh. Do they? Is that is that a Southside thing? I'm into it. Uh, actually, Puffy Tacos. Who has the best puffies? Shout out Henry's, cause just cause I'm cool with that family. <laughs> oh, I can see Andre shaking his head already. Shout out, shout I out! I knew to he was him. gonna do it. I knew he was right, gonna lie. Hey right. man, Henry, Henry, Henry Lopez. Henry Lopez is a good guy. You know, gave my Ray's, gave my cousin Ray's a job. Has better tacos. I don't care if he's a good person. Ray's. Ray could Ray's could murder people, and I would still have better tacos. We it's need to do a we need to do a blind taste test one I'm day. I'm down. I'll be able to pick Ray's. Next, Ray's we gotta go to San Antonio. Jaime, you gotta pick up. Some puffy tacos from Henry's, the original Henry's. That's it's the one that he moved out of to go serve everyone else instead of his community. Yeah, he's got that. He's got. He still has that <laughs> <Yeah>. building. <laughs> he uh, still uh, has yeah, that, that building. Y- yes. Yeah. No, to go to the original Henry's right there by St. Mary's across the street from will, the. Uh, I'll give Henry's Archdiocese. one thing. They make a damn good pina colada. I know Ray's is better than Henry's because I've never been to Henry's ever in my life. Ooh. That's real talk. That's, That's false. I feel like you've been there with me. Uh, probably. I know that I've been to Henry's with Andre before. The old, the the second location that they had. The, the old Lubies. Yeah, in the old Lubies. First of all, that's a Lubies. Hi, man. Where do you get your uh, puffy tacos? Uh, From the guy in the corner. I haven't, I haven't got one in a long time. Shit, I mean, man, I, I, I mean, didn't even go to Chris Madrid's until he was in his fucking thirties, dog. I couldn't believe that. That is a fact. That I mean, is, he also didn't insane. grow up down the street from it, Josh. So, like, neither did you. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen the size of my dad? That man loves to eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm wildly closer to like a bunch of very bad restaurants for me, where I moved. Probably gonna die soon, guys. You're fine, bro. 
<laughs> he had a good run. <laughs> at least my we'll hey, do a podcast. Uh, Jaime, like do you like Jaime, Do you like armadillos? I don't like armadillos. Do you not like armadillos? You don't like armadillos? Uh, uh, man, I like armadillos. I think the I've successor been there. to little successor to little hips. Uh, what's that other place that has the really not good ones? The Lord's Kitchen. What you don't think those burgers are good, dude? What the hell's wrong with you? I don't like them. I used to. Look You're crazy, food. dog. Hi, Hondo would lose his shit if you heard you talking I like, about uh, Lord's Kitchen. I like. Uh, oh, you know what? It like completely blows a lot of fast food out of the water. Burger Boy. Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent. Burger Boy's fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Especially down. the original one on St. Mary's. That's down the, the shit. That's the one that delivers to me now. So I'm like into it. Wait, Burger this Boy delivers. Has been brought to you by VisitSanAntonio.com. Hashtag Burger Boy. Also, they gave us big, big, giant, full sugar cokes for no reason. Like I didn't order them; they didn't come with a meal. Like in a, in a can? Uh, no, no, or in, a, in bottle? a styrofoam big, like thirty-two ounce styrofoam cup. That's interesting. Like I think it was just an accident. Like they just put them in accidentally. But man, that they their syrup to carbonated water <laughs> ratio is way off. It's so much syrup. It's like mostly syrup. If you had to map us now to the stocks that are being memed, uh, stonks, BlackBerry, AMC, Nokia, and GameStop. You can use any other ones that you know are being memed. I didn't, people that I are didn't not even know them. all of the like Nokia was the one that was just like fucking Nokia guys. Yeah, Nokia. Uh, I'll take. I think I am AMC. Because you love movies. I do love the movies. <laughs> Uh, I feel like Joseph, your GameStop, <laughs> just the husk <laughs> of like a, a a dying soldier. Jaime is definitely Nokia, because he's like very old school but still really functional. Josh is, and yeah, then Josh, jo- is BlackBerry. Josh is BlackBerry. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I BlackBerry? The old, like the, the old irrelevant thing. You know, I had a I had a BlackBerry for a while, dude. I, I think, think I just I just got I just got an iPhone. In like 2013, so I still had a crapberry up until then. Blackberries were pretty that was sick. Eight years ago now. Blackberry is like at the height of at the peak. Black Blackberry. Did you see their like most recent smartphone that had a still had a full keyboard? And I was just like, man, that's the shit. Like I gotta get one of these. Uh, what if it was a? <laughs> did you ever? The T. Did you ever see Steve? Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say, what if it was the? What was that fucking slider phone? The T. The T-Mobile the side- sidekick, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I loved my sidekick. Did you ever see um, Steve Ballmer's review of the iPhone or statement on the iPhone when it was first debuted? And he was like, "Who? what executive is going to want an email machine when you can't even feel the keys when you're typing? Nobody's going to want that. <laughs> so what do you think pushed him to that limit? Haptic feedback. But the like, what ha- what phone first had that? Uh, I've had it on my Google phones forever, so iPhone probably got it five years ago. How, <laughs> how do you think uh, it would be when screens are like almost organic in nature, in terms of like stuff can push through them? So you get little actuators, the same way that people are freaking about freaking out about the PS Five triggers being uh, like resistance triggers. Like, how weird is it going to be where there's, like, little uh, pixels that are little, like, buttons that shoot out of the phone screen when you pull up a keyboard? So it feels like you're typing on a real keyboard. 
bring it I on. I feel like that's your prediction for the next decade, Justin. That'd be there sick, we go. Yeah, I'd be into nice. that. And we'd have full uh, regular size, like life size, and then also big, like 10 to 1 scale sex robots. That'd be also cool. <laughs> so the the episode of Futurama where you get death by Snoo Snoo, like that size? Uh, no, no, 10 to 1. So like, I would think that's almost like a mech. Like a... <laughs> Like a like a Gundam. What? I'm thinking that size. <laughs> just uh, like Attack on Titan, essentially just Attack on Titan. But the big ones, not the little not ones. Not the little ones. Not the little dopey ones. Okay, for somebody like me who doesn't know fucking jack shit about anime except for Dragon Ball Z and a few very little of Avatar: Last Airbender. What what animes would y'all recommend? Full Metal Brother. First of all, finish Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, that's gonna be one of the best animes you ever gonna like, see. Like number one, finish that. Out. Number is two, that on HBO Max. Watch Korra. Uh, it's on Cartoon Network, bro. I think it's on Hulu. I also think Prime might have it, or maybe HBO Max, like you said. <laughs> Even if you have to pay for it, pay for it, dude. Like that's good shit. Because what was on HBO Max? Foster's uh, Home was on HBO Max, but uh, this is on Nickelodeon though. It's Viacom. It's probably on Peacock too. Let's just name other streaming services. Uh, Shutter, Voodoo, <laughs> uh, Fubo TV, Sling. Oh, it's a good one. Crackle, uh, right. Quibi. Oh no, Crunchy Roll. Quibi's gone. Quibi, <laughs> Quibi's Quibi. dead, dude. I still like that idea though. The short, the short film. I, I really minutes. like that idea. I honestly think they're gonna have a a. Uh, tiktok scenario where like somebody comes along in five years does the same thing and it works yeah and maybe oh, it's like just the t- name tiktok divine i don't know well, people's just i guess attention spans are wildly different also it was just like a huge joke before they even came out yeah. like, if you're already losing that well because nobody's had, gonna uh, like oh they i had all these quit. celebrities something else had it. just gone under like something some other tv uh channel had just like completely shit the bed um damn i forgot what it was that's exactly. how bad it was but it was another uh, uh, streaming service that was just like, uh, it was like a Crackle. Um, Crackle was the precedent, and it tried to make another TV TV channel. And like a bunch of people got paid out their contracts. They didn't even like go and film the show, but because their contract said that like, they had to be paid out when bankruptcy happened, they just all like got paid. I think you're just describing Quibi, just uh, yeah, because it, it already happened. Time <laughs> time is a shorter flat circle through media. Uh, uh, other than that, Josh, I would say yeah. Uh, Full Metal Brotherhood. Brotherhood, yeah. Um, I really liked Gurren Lagann. Like, I feel like you're gonna laugh your ass off when you Gurren watch Lagen it because it's just, it is one of the most like, uh, very like on the nose about what they're doing to the point where you're just like, you guys knew you were making fun of anime when you did this. Hmm. They also say the word bro, at least a million times throughout that series. I'm not. It's a million. It's kind of funny. Be closer to two million. It it could be. I really like. Uh, and then I'm a big Attack on Titan fan. Like it's kind of gory. Don't watch it late at night. It will fuck up your dreams. But like it's it's. A good I say show. do watch it late at night because it's it's better than <laughs> most. It's better than most like uh, uh, surreal horror that's out right now. Honestly. Yeah. There's just something about the way it's drawn and the way the the Titans act that just like it's drawn disgusting. It upsets you like on an inside somewhere. 
Jaime, Jaime, what's the what's just... the last anime you saw? Ghost rewatching Ghost in the Shell. This has been Flat Circle from the Gaseless Podcast Network. Remember to be yourself just like everyone else, and we'll catch you next time.